Well, welcome back to the Oral Health Podcast. I'm here with Karen again. Um, so we're having a little bit of a talk uh, today about immunizations because it's World Immunization Week. We do a lot of information and support um, for HPV vaccines because it has been shown that HPV is a main cause of mouth cancer, something that we um, advocate for more awareness of. Um, but also, as you might not be aware, dentists and dental professionals have to get regular immunizations to be able to do the job they do so since i'm not a dentist um i've got a dental professional here with me karen as always how are you doing i'm good glad it's uh glad it's wednesday but it's still a little bit chilly but it's good yeah yeah i need the summer weather back but um you know immunizations vaccines it's something we've talked about a lot but if we just discuss hpv for a little bit what is the HPV vaccine? Well, the vaccine um, was initially um, made to help to prevent cervical cancer in women and girls. So it was given to girls at the age of 12-ish in that year of of school um, to prevent... Uh, cervical cancer which is the HPV 16 and 18 so it's it's given as they're at school it's two doses and that is all they need for lifetime protection from this so we've seen a massive drop in cervical cancer over the years so it's really important that we look at that not only from the point of view of the cervical cancer but as we now know a little bit more about how the HPV uh, works it is one of the major causes of mouth cancer so we are now looking at the the vaccination protecting against uh, mouth cancer as well. So that with with that in mind, there was a whole section of the the population that's been missed: men and boys, because when the vaccine obviously first came out, it was for cervical cancer. So we were finding that. Um, the spread of HPV um, cancers caused by HPV were growing in different sections and it was being passed then on and on and on yeah, through yeah. through males. So, you know, we, we did the campaign several years ago, Jabs for Boys, that is now a thing. Uh, boys at the same age as girls are now vaccinated that vaccination program can be back vaccinated so um, I'm sure you'll be able to put the the details on Mm -hmm. so if you have a a son who hasn't had the vaccine but is born after a certain time he will be able to have the vaccine free of charge same for girls if they missed out on it for whatever reason I mean I'm thinking COVID here because Girls, well, nobody was at school at the time. So if they missed the the time that they would have had it at school, please speak to your doctor and get it because it will revolutionise what we're looking at here, the way it's revolutionised the, the drop in cervical cancer. We want it to do the same with, um, with mouth cancer as well. Because mm-hmm. we've, we've seen and spoke to people that have been really 
is really affected by mouth cancer and so it, it hits close to our hearts maybe a little bit more than the average person um, but it doesn't mean it's any less important to make sure that you are up to date yeah. with your vaccines and yeah. aware. It's two injections. I mean, that's all it is. And it's not, um, you know, not something you've got to repeat and repeat and repeat. Just if you get it done when you're younger, you can almost go, right, I don't need to think about it having another injection or a booster or whatever because the um the protection lasts and as we go on it will be great to see a drop in um mouth cancers caused by hpv because we can differentiate what it's caused by so we can tell so we'll be able to see um, a drop in in um hpv 16 and 18 mouth cancers um, they tend to be nearer the back of the throat, tonsils, back of the tongue, back of the tongue further back in the mouth. So we we will be able to see a um, a curve, I think, going downwards. Yeah. When I, uh, I spoke to our, our mouth cancer researcher for Mouth Cancer Action Month, um, he was talking about how he can look at a cancer cell and say, like, yeah, that's HPV-linked, that's not HPV-linked. And so I'll, if he put it really, really well, because he's a smart guy, so if I can find the clip, I'll put it in here. The HPV-positive tumours are interesting. They're very different. They, um, the HPV-negative HPV tumours tend to occur in, in the tongue, in the floor of the mouth, in the oral cavity, whereas the HPV-positive tumours uh, occur further back in the glandular regions at the back of the mouth. And they actually appear to be quite different diseases. Um, I mean, that may be because of the different cells that they're, that they're originating from, rather than being on the tongue and the floor of the mouth, they're back in, in the glands. But maybe because of the, the, the um, genetic driver, HPV, positive tumours are obviously driven by HPV, whereas the ones in the um, oral cavity, the HPV negative tumours, are driven by, by a range of mutations, um, which are induced by, by the environmental insults, like smoking, drinking, and, and uh, pollution. Um, so they're quite different. The other thing is that the HPV-positive tumours, obviously there's now a vaccination against HPV. So I think what is expected is that we'll see um, a, a peak in tumours driven by HPV infection and then a, and then a decline. Um, and the other thing to note is that the HPV-positive tumours tend to have a much better prognosis. Not always the case. Some, uh, and we don't know why, some are quite aggressive, but most HPV-positive tumours are, are relatively um, less aggressive compared to HPV-negative tumours and, and have a better outcome overall. So getting the HPV vaccine, it's best to get it before you become sexually yes. active because yes. it is spread through sexual transmission. Yes. Um, and so that's why it is given at like 11 to 12 year olds. Um, that's, that's that doesn't mean that it. doesn't mean to say um, that you can't have the vaccine after that. Um, homosexual men can have it um, anytime. Mm. So they can get the vaccine at any point. So that's important to remember as well. But we will put on um, who's entitled to it free of charge. You can pay privately to have it done. The older you are, you might need three doses. But if, you, if you're if you 12 years old, you'll only need the two. So it may be that you need three doses if you're a little bit older. But if you're entitled to it um, and you're at an at-risk category, have it done. It, it's much simpler than obviously going through um, what could happen. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so, yeah, if you... If you 
have a think back and think, if you think, oh, I've got, I got, we called it the cancer jab at school. Like, oh, I got the cancer jab, <laughs> so I'm covered for that. But um, yeah, just just have a look into it. Do your research, really do your research when it comes to vaccines, because it's quite easy now for misinformation to spread and. You know, no one, no one can claim to know everything about anything, no. right? But just make sure that when you're researching stuff, you're looking at everything balanced and you can make a level-headed decision about things because mm. that's the best way going forward to do anything related to your health. And that's yeah. what this is at the end of I the mean, day. I mean, looking at robust research, I mean, you've got to look at um, research that's been carried out over a long period of time with enough people for it to um, stack up. You know, there's no, nothing worse than looking at um, shaky research and taking it as gospel because that's that's not the... It not slippery slope. It really does. And, you know, we, we have now... Um, I mean, there is something that, that you know, is, is being coined by the media, uh, vaccine fatigue, mm. And because we're all having various COVID injections, it's almost got to the point where we're fed up of having needles stuck in us. And I think the loser of that is has been um, the children that haven't had their HPV vaccine. Now, part of it may be because of uh, vaccine fatigue and part of it will be because the schools weren't actually functioning mm -hmm. at the time when these, these children would have been having their vaccination. So I think you need to look at it, see if your child has had it. If they haven't had it, speak to your GP, get it done. Yeah, absolutely. And so moving on then slightly from HPV, um, a vaccine we talk less about is hepatitis. But obviously, as a dental professional, that's something that you really need to keep up with, isn't it? It is. I mean, it, it's um, saliva-borne, blood-borne. Um, hepatitis B is obviously affects your liver. It's not a nice condition. It's, um, as I say, spread quite easily through aerosol droplets, that kind of thing, which all happen in the dental surgery. So um, anybody working within a clinical area needs to have that vaccine. The Sometimes there's a bit of a shortage of it. So dentists will be vaccinated first and nurses and in that order. So um, that that is something that is done it used to be that you used to have, a, have to have a booster every so often but i think that might be a little bit out now i think they've found that it lasts longer in the system than uh, was previously thought so for some people it would just be one course um i mean when i had it years ago it was three injections um which again is is nothing really i mean they're not uh, they're, they're only little it's done in 10 seconds. I know, it's only a little sting, really. She says, I don't like needles, but, you know, I have <laughs> I was it gonna done. Say, I was going to say, I don't like it very much, but, I, you know, I know that the alternative is worse than the discomfort of just having a, a, a small injection. And, you know, we, we are in a really, really good position from when we look at uh, you know years gone by when people used to die of the illnesses that we are now vaccinated against and you know in some places some cases completely eradicated i mean we've got rid of some of the major killers of young people and and children mm -hmm. that you know probably wouldn't have survived 
even probably 60, 70 years ago. And that's relatively recent history that we are now in a position that medicine has moved on so well that we are able to get on top of these diseases. It's just, it's it's amazing, the science. And, you know, when we talk about the COVID injections, how quickly that was brought in, and that saved so many more lives that you can't, you can't just dismiss it. You have to look at the, the facts and, um, you know, protect yourself against something that is far worse. Absolutely. I couldn't put it any better myself. And, um, you know, I just want to end on the note of make sure you do your research. Um, I am never going to be the person to tell people exactly what they need to think and do. Everyone can think for themselves. Just make sure that you're really thinking for yourself when you make these kind of decisions. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you, you need a trusted source. I mean... Yeah. Facebook listen, is not. <laughs> I was about to say, social media is probably not where you should be getting... But ours is great, Karen. Well, yes, but we're coming from a professional point of view, aren't we? Yeah. And I think that, you know, it has to be a trusted source and hopefully we are a trusted source and we we come at things from both angles. Like we're not saying, right, I'm going to march you down and you're going to have this needle in your arm. We want you to be aware of the risks of not having it and put the ball in your court. You know, you you can research it and have a look at the, the figures and make a decision for yourself, but... All I would say is myself and my children, we are vaccinated with any, you know, with whatever is, is necessary for us at the time. So, um, and that's because I, I have done my research. But as I say, it's not for everybody. It's not suitable for everyone. If, like, if I have a friend that has a very severe egg allergy, yeah, physically no, cannot have vaccines. No, no, so no. everyone's got their individual circumstances. Of course. Of course. But um, yeah. we'll be talking about something a little bit more cheerful next week. But Because uh, we took a little bit of a turn there. But, um, you know, it's, it's a good topic to touch on, I think. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with something else. Thank you very much, Karen. Thank you. Thank you.